Hello and welcome to another episode of That Sports Guy's podcast. I am Craig Forrestal. I am That Sports Guy. Go ahead and find me on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy, where you can find all of my latest football takes. Also, NFLDraftDiamonds.com is proud to feature the That Sports Guy podcast on its website. Stop by NFLDraftDiamonds.com, your official draft coverage king. Hello and welcome to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. I am Craig Forrestal. You may know me from Twitter as That Sports Guy. Go ahead and give me a follow at that underscore sports underscore guy. But you guys know the drill. You know the routine. It's not about me. Today it is all about Cole Kelly, quarterback, southeastern Louisiana. Cole, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm just appreciative you uh, got me on here. Hey, anytime, man. Definitely want to get to know you a little bit more. You got a, a real cool story, so let's jump into it. You're a Louisiana native, grew up in Lafayette. What is life like in Lafayette, Louisiana? What was a normal day like for you as a kid? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's either it's either hot or it's raining uh, pretty much all the time. So, I mean, we, we grow up playing sports a lot around here, a lot of good food around here, to be honest with you. So, it's, it's, it's eating and playing sports, man, where I'm from. And now sticking with that, playing sports, sports is something that's in your bloodlines. You come from a pretty athletic family. Your dad played linebacker at Louisiana Monroe. You had a brother that played for the Raging Cajuns. So was football something that came with the cradle, or did you grow into football? Because you have a basketball background, too. Yeah, no, I actually uh, kind of grew into football. I, I, I preferred basketball and baseball when I was younger, but just being so much bigger and stuff, uh, I, I, throwing the football kind of came natural to me, to be honest. But uh, as far as the work ethic and stuff that football takes with it, you know, I kind of grew into that as, as I got older because basketball – with my height, it really came more natural. But I, I love football the most, man. I love the physicality of it. I love the, how it takes a whole team. You know, it's not just one person. And, uh, and I just – I love that aspect of it. And like you said, you know, being so tall, basketball came pretty easy to you. You averaged a double-double in high school, 19, po- 19 points and 10 rebounds. Were there any colleges that were talking to you about playing hoops at the next level? Yeah, I had uh, I actually had one offer from DePaul University, and um, and but no, I mean one, I, and I I, li- I liked it honestly. I I, lo- I love that. I love that uh, I can be competitive in multi sports. I think that's really important for people going through high school and young age to try to play as many sports as possible. But uh, once I started getting recruited in football, I kind of knew football was where I was going to go. And then with that, your dad being a linebacker. How have his experiences from the defensive side of the ball helped you as you've grown offensively as a quarterback? Has he been there and has he been able to, you know, help you out with his expertise on the other side of the ball? Yeah, well, him and my brother actually play linebackers. So really both of them kind of have, um, you know, my brother probably more because my dad, I was a while back. He's played. He's more just my dad now. But my brother just kind of – you know, talk to me about different schemes and stuff, tries to talk. And we talk a little smack back and forth to each other, too, about what would happen if we played against each other, just messing around. But other than that, you know, it's really – they have my back kind of through whatever and help me with whatever I need, too. 
So don't leave us hanging. What would happen if you and your brother squared off? Oh, you see, well, you'll hear two different sides if you were talking to him because I, I, I mean, just being my size and stuff, you know, I feel like I would run. Away. I, I told him what would happen if, I, if me and him met in the hole or something, just messing with him. But I, I told him I would, uh, I would probably run him over. But I don't, I don't. He, he definitely doesn't like to hear that. So, <laughs> hey, truth hurts. But yeah. let's move on. I saw somewhere that you said maybe once when your playing days are all said and done that you'd like to get into coaching. Yeah. Have you thought about what type of player or what type of person that you would want to recruit into your program and just kind of how your playing experiences you think will mold you as a coach? Well, yeah, no, just somebody that's that's willing, you know, somebody that's very willing, very open, and um, obviously somebody with talent, I'm good, like loves to work and stuff. That's just kind of obvious, but but uh, somebody that's very willing, you know, that's not just my way or the highway type of thing because that's and that's what I love about football. You know, you can't be that way. If you're that way, it's it's more than likely not going to work out. And and different other sports, you know, one person can control a lot more than in football. It takes it's a lot of different a lot of different keys to make it go. And uh, so it's, it's somebody that's really open and willing, somebody has good morals, stuff like that, you know, loves to work hard and stuff. But I guess that's probably a pretty obvious answer. But uh, somebody and somebody that, that likes to play and not afraid to get their hands dirty. So, so now we got to take it a step further with the X's and the O's. You being yeah. a quarterback, spending so much time on the board, breaking down film. Have you started a little binder? You got your own little playbook coming up? You talking about for, as a coach or as a player? Yeah, no, as a as a coach. You, you, if you started, so, you know, tucking some things uh, away. Well, yeah, no. So I have I've, this is my third offense I've been in in college. So it's uh, I have I have playbooks from every single one of my coaches that I, I I've taken stuff out papers out of and put them. I do actually have a binder, a specific one that I take stuff out that I like that I could see some high school kids running or just some some young kids that don't know the offense yet running and. Uh, no, I definitely do have a binder with that stuff. That's that's a good question. Absolutely. Now, you move really well. Your your athleticism, it's there. We see it. But also, you have a big time arm. You got a rocket attached to that right shoulder. How would you describe <laughs> yourself as a quarterback? Take us through your game. How would you describe yourself as as a quarterback? Well, um, I think from watching me and stuff, you my the way I can move for my for my size that is on there. But what I what I'm trying to do now that I'm uh I'm gonna be a lot less of a runner this year. It's kind of my it's kind of my time to go. It's my last year to kind of uh be a, a prolific quarterback. So I, I think I think with some things that are gonna show are my decision making and uh, and. Um, and my arm speed, how how quick I can get rid of the ball. You know, that's something I've been priding myself on with my feet and my arm, you know, it's and just the decision-making. I think that's the most important thing about a quarterback. So being able to make quick, decisive decisions and be on time with it, you know, and uh, that's something I'm really taking pride in and not turning the ball over this year. So, And, Cole, we got a glimpse of what we might be able to expect on a full season coming up. With that Central Arkansas game, you were 20 of 24 for 273 yards and five total touchdowns. Just take us through that game and how you plan to prepare for the upcoming season. Yeah, no, that was a really big game for us. They were uh, they were highly ranked, uh, I think maybe at the top of our conference at that point. And, um, and we went in there. 
well, we had prepared very well. We had a very good game plan. I watched a lot of film, and uh, I was really kind of me and the other quarterback were uh, both playing, and he's he was the starter, and he started, and and then I got my chance, and really just kind of took it from there, and and uh, really the preparation I had for that for that game individually was a lot different than I had, and that's why I'm stressing the preparation because that's that's something I'm going to take on. To, to my senior season and just for the rest of my football careers, that how important that preparation is mentally before the game, especially for a quarterback. And I, I got to know, because like you said, the preparation, the mental aspect of the game, how does that prepare you for playoff football? Because yeah. I've heard that the playoff experience yeah. is just a different type of football. Just take us through your experience from last season. And if it is, a more intense type of atmosphere. Yeah, no, it, it it definitely is. You know, we um we had we made it to the second round last year, and it was very crazy. We had a crazy comeback against Villanova at home the first game to win, and then we went play at Montana, which was like fifty thousand people. So it was it was crazy. And uh, but um, it, it definitely playoff football is a lot different. You know, it's it's try it's not so much of trying all these new different type of. Uh, things x's and o's wise i mean it's the end of the season you pretty much know what they're going to do they pretty much know what you're going to do and it's about who can do what they do better and whoever wants whoever wants it more basically and whoever can do what they do at a higher level is usually going to be the one that that wins off the four quarters and uh at the end of the game is victorious and now i gotta know cole because i saw that recently you changed up your diet to get the most out of your performance how hard was that and which of the old foods do you miss most well you know i i I was basically living off of fast food as much as i hate to admit but it's uh it's now i'm just i'm eating my diet's a lot more regular you know i'm protein shakes grilled chicken type stuff and uh and like i'll even i'll go to subway and stuff i know the bread's not always great for you but i mean compared to what i was eating and how much we work out and how much effort we put into it it's it's really changed up a lot, and uh, I just think I, I weigh about two forty right now, and I weigh two seventy five when I transferred. So it's that thirty five pound, thirty forty, uh, thirty five forty pounds is is um has made a big difference. You know, I want to be able to move as fast as possible, and my feet, I, my I want my feet to be to be as quick as possible. So it's it's definitely helped. And now, cool. I, I want to ask you. What is it like going through the transfer process? Because you were at Arkansas, and then you came a little bit closer to home with southeastern Louisiana. Was it always southeastern Louisiana? Were you looking at a couple of other schools? Or just how does that whole transfer process really work? Yeah, no, it's uh, once I, it's, it's a very nerve-wracking thing, you know. It's um, – uh, especially I was I was starting at Arkansas for a while, and then – and then, like, so I had a guaranteed spot for a while, and then some stuff went down. That's in the uh, transferred, and so it's like I'm going to a whole new. I worked, got went from the bottom of the totem pole to the top at one school, and then I go to another one. I have to do that all over again. So it's, it was stressful, but uh, but now that I got to meet the guys and go, you know, I put the time in and all that stuff. You know, it's it's worth it and stuff if you pick a good school. But no, to answer your question, Southeastern was definitely not the school on my radar right away, which I didn't have much. I was very open-minded, but I was, uh, I definitely knew I wanted to come home, but Southeastern was definitely, once I looked into it more, Southeastern was the place, but right off the bat, it's not where I was looking now. 
And you brought up earlier the fact that you've played in multiple offenses. Just this offense, how comfortable are you in the current system and how does it mix with your skill set? Yeah, no, I think – and I know this is probably cliche to hear, but it really does fit me perfectly, man. And uh, it's more of a – it's it's not spread, but it kind of is spread. We're in the gun a lot. Like he loves to throw the ball. Our offensive coordinator loves to throw it, and uh, he's very smart the way he, he spreads the field out, spreads the defense out, you know. And um, no, this offense is uh, it, it really does. It, it's it's like a pro. It's almost like how pro style offenses run nowadays. It's 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 very kind of spread out, but still still run the ball and stuff, but, you know, try to spread the defense out with passes, easy passes, down the field passes, just, you know, just take whatever the defense gives you. And that's, that's really what our offense does. And it really has worked out well for us. I know we were uh, pretty high up there in the passing offensive numbers last year. So I'm going to try and do that again this year. Well, Cole, we spent a lot of time on the field, but I want to give the people a chance to get to know you off the field and, the first question is probably the most difficult question, uh, and that is, what is the song you're most embarrassed to admit you like? So I don't have a song, but I do have an artist, and uh, I, I, I would listen to Taylor Swift a good bit. <laughs> and uh, it just kind of calmed me down for some reason. I don't really know. You know, it's not something I throw on when I'm about to go work out or nothing, but when, when shit hits the fan, you know, I, uh, Taylor Swift is, is, is what keeps me calm, so. Absolutely. Now, Cole, uh, what's the dream car? Dream car? Ooh, probably a, McL- uh, a, McL- a McLaren. McLaren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. definitely something where you could just go fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something that looks cool. <laughs> and now, what's been the most memorable or interesting college class that you've taken? Oh, well, I mean, you know, it's it's a little weird to say, but we took a, I took a sex ed class in one summer course at, at Arkansas. And we had to, I'll, I'll never forget. It was like the first or second day. And I mean, it's pretty gross. I'm not gonna lie, but we had to watch a woman give birth. Like we on a video, we actually had to watch it. And it's, it was, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm more mature. I'm not a child or anything. Like I'm, I'm mature at this point, but, but I mean, it's just something you're not ready for until it happens, I guess. Uh, I, I can take I can take you through right now. I was in the in the delivery room with my wife, and even yeah. when it was happening. Yeah. Uh, um, and it's, no, it's, just, it's just like you know, crunch time. It's a big third and long. You got to make the play. So right. hey, just, right, just rise up. Yeah, <laughs> and, no doubt. Yeah. And uh, hey, I know that you've gone through the diet transformation, right? But I gotta ask: if I'm hungry around campus, what's the best restaurant? Oh, uh, campus in Southeaster. Yep. Oh. I like Super King. It's a little, uh, I mean, you walk in, it's like a buffet. They got seafood. They got, like, they got catfish. They got chicken. They got crawfish. They got everything. It's really good. It's really good. All right. Now, Cole, we're going to leave it here with this final question. All right. You just won $1 million, but okay. you can only donate it to one charity or one cause. What's yeah. it going to be? Uh, well, you know, this is something we talked about uh I talked about last time, but um, St. Jude's is, was the one I, I've kind of worked with when I when I was younger, and I'm more familiar with. But that is something I want to look more into, more charities. But if I had to say one, definitely St. Jude right now, because that's just one I'm most familiar with, and it, it's a great one. It's a great one. So definitely. Now, before we get out of here, 
what is that one final thing that we need to be on the lookout for with the Southeastern Louisiana football program this year? Oh, you know, it's this year and years to come. You know, it really kind of started last year, but you know, we have a really good head coach and Coach Frank Selfo, and I think he's he's got a lot of he's recruiting Louisiana very good, and uh, we have some, we have some some real talent, man. It's uh, in really the Southland Conference in general, but we got some real talent. I think a lot of people are going to see that this year. Absolutely, you heard it here first from Cole Kelly that the Southeastern Louisiana football team has a ton of talent. They are on the come up, and it all started last year. For Cole Kelly, I am Craig Forrestal. Until next time, stay safe and be easy. Hey, everybody. Craig Forrestal. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy to catch all the latest updates and podcast episodes. Until next time, stay safe and be easy.